Good morning, everyone. And for those of you who are listening, I love that we have had more people um, asking for um, how do we get the recordings? How do we get? So um, tell your friends. And um, we're also going to put about um, how to get in touch with us and how to text us so that in these times that we can hold one another up. And so for those of you who are in class today, um, I want you to know that you are my honored guest. And I am so thankful. I wish y'all could be here with me. Um, there are some mighty women of God who are represented uh, on the screen before me from um, several different states. And they, they are doing life. They are doing the thing. So I said in another uh, session, get friends like that. People that you can like lock arms with, not to just sit there and cry about all your problems, but so that you can do life and do get truth. Like we need more truth in the body of Christ right now more than ever. Um, there's been a focus on everything that is wrong. And I've encouraged people, like it is time for us to focus not on that. That's simply a distraction, but to focus on what the Lord is doing. And so um, if you are listening today, I'm just encouraging you, open your ears so you can hear. Okay, so um, for those of you who have come to a traditional nutrition class, or you thought you were, you're going to come to this health class, you're going to know how you are um, eating and what needs to change and all of that, and that's good. But this is the wrong class. So if that is all that you were looking for, then you probably need to just keep like going through Google Podcast or Spotify or wherever you're listening from and um, keep it moving. And for those of you who are wanting something a little bit more, welcome. Okay, so I originally thought that this class was going to be, and, and my girls who are in front of me, um, we all thought. I think that we were signing up for a nutrition class so we could like get like the perfect meal plan and maybe some had like some weight loss goals or like, I just want to be healthy kind of goals. Um, and God is taking us on a different kind of journey. And so um, I love it that today that he has brought it back around ladies who are in front of me, he's brought it back around to what we thought we were coming here for. So there's a lady who is in this class, and she is um, not usually on the screen with us, but she she signed up for the class and she listens. And um, I was talking to her last night, and I said, "Well, it's Monday night, and that's usually when I get a download, like of what the next class is going to be." And for those of you who don't know, like I haven't planned out this class because I have learned there's a friend of mine who came uh, to a conference. And I, I had told her when she was here, I don't even know why I stay up planning. Like, really, because the Lord, the Holy Spirit just changes it. And so, um, you know, I was waiting because I decided I'm not going to do all this planning because then he's just going to change it. So I'm sitting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and then I'm waiting some more. And, you know, by that point, it's like 930 at night and I got nothing. I mean, like, really. And part of it is because um, our family went through quite a bit of things yesterday. And when you're tired in the natural, that is where you might also be tired in the spirit. Okay. But you need to not give in to that. You need to know how to fortify yourself when that happens. So we were setting up our recording studio last night and, you know, bringing in plants and things like that. I don't know why I do that, but like, I just do. I like to have things that are pretty. Um, and so anyway, my husband, for those of you who've been listening, Jared, um, he's awesome, by the way, like really he is. And so um, Jared is like, hey, what's tomorrow about? And I said, I have no clue. And then as I was walking out of our studio, I thought, wait a minute. When you don't know what to preach, preach the gospel. Because it is the power. It is the power. And if, if we have ever needed power, if we have ever needed power in our day and our time, it is now. And so I thought, Jared, 
I'm going to preach the gospel. But the way that my husband and I preach the gospel may be different than, than how you have heard before. Um, because the gospel starts in the garden. It starts in Eden. And actually, it starts before that point. But we preach the gospel. I've had several people say through the years, um, that was the gospel with a twist. And he said, no, no, no. It's just different than what we're used to hearing, but it's the word. And so I was like, Jared, I'm going to preach the gospel. He's like, that's right. When you don't know what to do, preach the gospel. Okay. And then last night I started filling myself up. Okay. So if you are in a place where you are lower, that is the time to have truth pouring into you. Okay. So a lot of times what we do is we go, Ooh, I'm going to worship. Okay. Sometimes you're so low that you can't get out of that place. So, so it is the truth that sets us free. Okay. So I said, you know what? Um, my husband used to work for a, a, a quite a very large uh, ministry. And um, I said, oh, I'm going to listen to brother so-and-so. And he said, ooh, that's good. Because if there's anything that he preaches is like the unadulterated, pure gospel of Jesus Christ. And so I sat down on my computer. And by this point, it was already late. And I had talked to a friend of mine who I said, hey, you know, I just want to have it together so I can go to bed. And she said, hey, guess what? You're not getting that word until the morning. Okay. And I know that she's going to be listening. And so as you're listening, know that you're a prophet because that totally came true. And I was so frustrated with you because I just wanted to have, have you ever been there where you just like want to have it? You're like, okay, yes. So I can go to bed. And so I can go on. So I spent the night on the couch last night. Okay. Not because I was having an argument with my husband. We do not do that. It's because I was up and I was like, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. And so I didn't get anything. Just like my friend said, it's not going to come until the morning. Do you know how frustrating that was? Because I was like, well, I'm going to speak to these people and we're going to be talking about some serious things. And I'm supposed to put it together in the morning. What are we talking about, Lord? Like four, five, you know, because that gives me several hours. Um, well, the download came at seven <laughs> and I'm central time. And so that means class was starting at 830 and I still had to look pretty. And I said, um, okay, Lord, um, I kept waking up during the night and I, I didn't hear, I mean, I was flooded with truth, but I didn't hear like what direction I was supposed to go. And then that same friend, I think she was like in on it with the Lord. Um, that same friend who said, you're not going to hear until the morning. She sends me this long text. Thank you, dear friend. She sends me this text and she said, the Lord just showed me something. I was praying and he just showed me. And basically I would love to read it to you, but then I'll end up messing with my camera. So I don't want to do that, but um, I'm going to paraphrase what the Lord showed my dear friend. And it was basically a table filled with food. And the people weren't eating. It had all kinds of food, but the people were not eating. And see, there's a scripture that's been floating around for a little while with me. And it's found in Amos, and it's where we're going to park today. Um, because... I think this is just, it's the time. If you are only hearing things in the natural, turn your spiritual ears on. Because this is the time for us to hear like no other. And give me just a second while I turn over into Amos um, what the Lord has for us. So remember, here's this banquet table and nobody's eating. Okay, so look at what. Amos, who's a prophet, if you're not familiar with Amos, um, he's a pretty awesome prophet. I love him. And spend some time in the book of Amos. It's a short read. But let me read this to you from Amos chapter 8, verse 11. The days are coming, declares the sovereign Lord, when I will send a famine through the land. Not a famine of food or a thirst for water. 
but a famine of hearing the words of the Lord. A famine of hearing the words of the Lord. So a lot of people have taken that um, scripture and they said, oh, yeah, you know, it's a, a prophecy of, of what happened when the Lord was silent with Israel for 400 years. Okay, let me tell you something about prophecy. What happened in the Old Testament is a mirror. Um, it happened in the natural, mirroring what was going to happen in the spirit. And so that's why the book, um, don't study the book of Revelation if you're not going to study the book of Daniel. It's like, ooh, they just fit together. Okay, and so there are lots of uh, scriptures like that in the word where we see it in the natural and then we see it um, in the spirit. If you have ears to hear and eyes to see. And so I thought about that scripture this morning, a famine of hearing the words of the Lord. And then the download from heaven came about what we were. I know this is like the longest setup, right? But like, this is where we were supposed to park today. A famine of hearing the words of the Lord. And the Lord said to me, Tamara, it doesn't say it's a famine of my speaking. It's a famine of hearing because I am the alpha, the omega, the first and the last. And I have continued to speak. But it is a famine of whether or not the people can hear. Do you have ears to hear in this time what the spirit of the Lord is saying to the church? Because the same thing that happened to Israel is happening now. In the body of Christ, it is a famine of hearing. And so today, I put that together with the banquet table and the people aren't eating. See, because it's available for us. But so many times we do not receive. We just pass by the banquet table and we go, I'm full. I'm on a diet having water. I know that's funny because yesterday, last time I was telling y'all all about drinking water, but we got it. There's more. There's more. I don't, I don't know where this is going to end. So many people have said like, hey, okay, so this is week five. So um, what's going to happen next? And I just said, I don't know. All I know is the Lord said, do not stop. Keep it going. So tell your friends, we're going to keep it going. For those of you who are here in front of me, my sweet sisters from all over the place. Um, you have a free pass to keep it going. Or if the Lord is telling you to do something else, you are more than welcome to go on to those other things. But we're going to still be here because we have got to get the word out and have people tune their spiritual ears. The Lord was telling me, and for those of you who don't know, I, I primarily work with people with trauma and addiction. And um, as I work with these people, and y'all, it's real. If you need help, please reach out. But as I'm working with these people with trauma and addiction, one of the things that I often do is pair spiritual truth with natural principles. And so um, for my patients, sometimes I sit at a screen or for people who come in my office and we're going through what's happening in the natural and I'm giving them a spiritual prescription. And many times they think that it's a natural prescription. And then some weeks go by and I go, hey, guess what? For those who are believers, I go, guess what this actually means? There's this really amazing tool that has been invented by neuroscientists. And um, it's a band that you wear. And it's really amazing because it literally helps you to rewire your brain. Okay, so why do I prescribe this? is because yes, that needs to happen in order for the chemical balances or imbalances that have occurred to be righted. So sometimes that needs to happen, but honestly, it's a spiritual setup. And so for some of you who might have one of those bands because we're getting some things right in the physical, it's a spiritual setup. It's a setup for like a vibration to remind you that, hey, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it, no matter what is happening around me. This is a reminder for you to 
taste and see that the Lord is good, to be still and know that he is God over and over. And so when sometimes the Lord, just like in the Old Testament, he makes it happen in the physical. Because it's just like I was saying, it's just a mirror of what is happening in the spirit. And so that banquet table, we're coming back around to that, that banquet table that was set up and that people weren't eating. It is what has happened in our churches, in our homes, in Christian businesses. It is a famine of hearing the word of the Lord. Because we want to spend all our time talking about what's wrong with us. And, and we establish, and y'all, this is not a knock against any ministry or any, you know, so God bless ministries that I'm trusting that everybody is hearing from the Lord what they're supposed to do. But all I'm going to tell you about is what God has told me is that there, at least for the, the place that I am taking in as a kingdom builder, there's been too much talk about all the things that are not working. And we want to spend all this time like separating things out. And what do we do when our husband does this? And what happens when our child does this? And all of these things. And all we have to do is fill ourselves with the truth of God's word. Because either we have the mind of Christ or we don't. So if we have the mind of Christ, then we are able to make decisions out of what we are filling ourselves with. But the problem is we are walking right past the banquet table. And we are not filling ourselves with the word. And so today I want to talk to you about malnutrition. Because this is a nutrition class. And we're going to talk about what is malnutrition. So so for my girls who are here, wave at me if when I say malnutrition, you get this image of like a little child with maybe a pot belly or maybe ribs showing and they're malnourished. So wave at me, girls, if, if you got that image when you think malnourished. Okay. Yeah. So did I guess what? At seven o'clock this morning, the Lord said, that isn't true. You of all people should know that. I said, Hey, so where do I find this? And he said, all those nutrition classes that you had to take, why don't you go back and look? So I was so surprised when I was like, Oh, that's right. There are all of these different forms of malnutrition. So I'm going to give you an actual definition of what it means to be malnourished. And it presents itself in all kinds of ways. But malnutrition includes undernutrition. That would be that wasting away that we all kind of get that image. Inadequate vitamins or minerals. And overweight or obesity. And then all of these things resulting in diet-related non-communicable diseases. In other words, you're going to get sick. So that's the way that malnourishment presents itself. So a good definition is deficiency, excess, or imbalance. Deficiency, excess or imbalance. That's malnutrition. Nutrition that is poor. That word mal, that's what that means. Poor nutrition. And it results in all of those things that we just went over. But it's deficiency. You might go, deficiency of what? Excess of what? It's deficiencies or imbalances that result in a person's intake of energy and and nutrients being not in design. Last week, we talked about the design, right? Our design and our purpose. And so malnutrition that results in the spirit comes from all of those things that I just listed. And y'all have a bunch of notes today um, because I just, I mean, like the windows of heaven open just a little bit ago. Okay, so where I want to start is actually under nutrition. And for those of you who are here, because you're like, oh, that's not me, because I'm here to lose weight. You still might be undernourished. Okay, so I want you to think, remember, we said in the, at the very first class, 
that nutrition is how the body uses its resources, pretty much. Okay, so there are four subcategories of being undernourished. And I want you to turn on your spiritual ears. And so before I even tell you what these mean in the spirit, I'm going to say it in the physical. And I want you to try and find some parallels of what that might mean for us spiritually. So the subforms of undernutrition would be wasting. And I'm going I'm to define all of these. So wasting, stunting, underweight. So stunting, because I saw some eyebrows raised, like wasting, stunting, underweight, and deficiencies in vitamins and minerals. And if you fall into any of those categories, that means you are undernourished. Okay, so we have wasting, stunting, underweight, and deficiencies in vitamins and, and minerals. And all of that makes us much more vulnerable to not just disease, but also death. Okay, so undernutrition is a serious thing. Okay, because the end result might be you are no longer here. Okay, so let's try and hear that in the spirit. Okay, so we're going to talk about wasting first. So wasting, it indicates like recent and severe weight loss. Okay, so you might have people who are, um, and if you're just joining us, make sure you have mute um, so that we're not uh, hearing any background noise. So um, you have people that maybe they've gotten sick. And... They're wasting away. Okay, so you've heard that expression. <gasps> She's just wasting away. She was just skin and bones. Okay, so that's what wasting means is recent and severe weight loss. And it occurs because a person has not had enough food to eat. Or it also occurs because what they are eating is not nourishing them. And I don't mean like they're eating fries or whatever. I mean, it's just like things that are not food. Okay, but remember that when you're undernourished, the consequences might be death. It's the same in the spirit. We've been wasting away because we are not tasting and seeing that the Lord is good. We are not eating that which he has for us. And the end result is death. Now, if you are in Christ, it doesn't mean that the end result is eternal death, but we begin this wasting away of our spirits and we are tired and we are vulnerable. Remember, vulnerable to disease, vulnerable to attacks from the enemy when we've been wasting away. Okay, so the, ne the next thing is stunting. Okay, so all of these are symptoms of being undernourished. Okay, so stunting is the result of chronic or recurrent undernutrition. Okay, so sometimes you might be undernourished, but it's a temporary thing. Okay, but when it's continual, it's called stunting. And that is when someone is a low height for their age. That's all it means. Oh, he's stunted. Low height for your age. So let's listen to what that might mean in the spirit. If I cannot be a giant, over my circumstances, because I'm underneath my circumstances instead of in the place where God has, and that's dominion to be over, to be a ruler of, I'm stunted. And I'm walking around, and some of you, some of you got saved 35 years ago, but you're not the right height for your age in the spirit. You're just a little too short. You can't reach up to grab the high things of God because you're stunted. The next thing that I want to talk about is underweight. Okay? So if someone is underweight, this is different than this whole wasting. Okay? Because wasting is, remember, that recent and sudden boom. 
But underweight, that person may be stunted or wasted or both. Maybe I should rephrase that, stunted or wasted. That's kind of funny. Okay, so the person can be stunted or wasting away, or they might be both, but low weight for your age is just being underweight. Okay, so I have wondered when I was going to get to tell this story, um, if the Lord had even wanted me to share it of my own journey and in, in nutrition. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, I'm a dancer. I still say that I'm a dancer, even though I'm not really dancing very much these days. But one of the things in the world of ballet, especially as old as I am, one of the things is that you have to have um, a ballet aesthetic. And for those of you who don't know what a ballet aesthetic is, um, that's everything you imagine a ballerina to be, right? She has these gorgeous long legs and she's this big around. Oh, sorry for those of you who are just listening. She's really teeny tiny. And um, she's quite muscular. And she's just floating like a fairy. You have to be to get up on those point shoes. That's what we were told, right? Okay, so um, my own struggle, my own journey led me to a place where that became so much the goal of my life that my whole world was structured around this ideal. But see, the thing about ideals is many times you never reach them. And so you keep going, you keep going. When is enough enough? When is too small? There's no such thing as too small because, you know, you have your partner who's going to have to lift you. There's no such thing as being too small in that world, or at least, thank God, it's changing, but at least it's the way it used to be. And so um, you're in a mirror all the time. And for those of you who have come, I have a studio uh, in my home, and we just have mirrors everywhere. Like, you, you just can't walk by a mirror without, like, stopping and looking. Um, but here's what happens to us as dancers. We don't just stop and look. We stop and we take apart. And it's like, ooh, my thighs. Ooh, <gasps> I really need more of an eight pack than a six pack because, you know, six pack isn't good enough. And we begin to just pick and pick and pick. And some of you who are listening are in the habit of looking in the mirror and you hate what you see. And so that led me on a journey that was quite dangerous. And at some point I'll tell you the details, but we've got to keep it moving today. And it led me on a journey that was quite dangerous. And then at times in my life, even as a, an adult, um, I shared clothes with my 12-year-old dancers because we were the same. We were the same. Y'all, I didn't get out of a child large for a long time. And for those of you who don't know, I'm 5'7". So that's a problem. So underweight can cause a lot of issues. And in the spirit, we have been underweight weight. And that's why when the enemy comes in, we're boom, knocked over. Because we're like a featherweight. And we can't hold our own with the heavyweights. And we're sitting there having the milk and having more milk because it tastes good. And we are undernourished in the body of Christ. And our marriages are suffering. And our children or suffering. And, and if you are hearing condemnation, you are not hearing the Lord right now. So tell that voice in your head to shut up. The fact of the matter is we are suffering because we are undernourished in the body of Christ. There is not a famine of him speaking. There is a famine of hearing. And our ears are not tuned to the right frequency. Our ears have been tuned in to the world. And the world solutions, the world solutions for our marriages, the world solutions for our children, the world solutions for our bodies. And that is why I was telling my friend last night. That is why we are having the same issues in the body of Christ that the world is having. The exact same ones. We really don't look any different. And there are some of my friends who are not believers. They're pre-Christians. And some of them, I'm like, huh, 
I'd rather be around you than Sally. Because you are not going crazy. Sally is yelling all the time and, and she is, um, can't even like solve two plus two anymore because she's not using that which God has given her. But she sure is at church on Sunday. Bless the Lord. But we are not allowing the word of God to permeate us so that we are nourished, so that we can take the kingdom of darkness like we were intended to do. Because see, that's what happens when you are filled with the spirit and the glory comes out of you. Darkness cannot stand in light. But we've been at church every Sunday for the last 20 years. And we know John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. And we, oh, we all know Philippians 4, 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And we've left it there with our Sunday school verses. And we are not ready for battle. Signs of undernutrition. They're everywhere. I want to talk a little bit about the kind of undernourishment that results from micronutrients, deficiencies in them. Yeah, we're going to talk about supplements, but not like I thought. So micronutrients, they enable the body to produce enzymes and hormones and other substances that are essential for proper growth and development. So if you don't have the proper nutrients, your whole body is not functioning as it should. So I want to park on three, because if you actually are looking at supplements to take care of some things in the physical, um, y'all, we do it wrong. Sometimes we take things that are meant for the spirit and we like try and take that into like physical problems with our body. And yes, God is overall, and there's always a spiritual solution. But sometimes he's just saying, uh, can you go to CVS or Walgreens or whatever you have in your area? And can you just get a multivitamin? Like, really, you're sitting here petitioning heaven. Oh, Lord, help me. And it's like, um, so a long time ago, I gave someone some insight and they, um, they had the chemistry knowledge and, and then they made these multivitamins. So take them. Okay, so sometimes we get it so backwards, but then we do the same thing in the spirit. We want to solve every spiritual issue with something physical, like, oh, girl, let me tell you, you just need to go get a massage and then you won't, you'll feel so much better. Okay, so we need, we need to get things in order, but the three nutrients that I want to talk about are iodine, vitamin A, and iron. Okay, because these three represent a major threat to the health and development of populations worldwide, try and hear that in the spirit, not just the church in America, but worldwide. So I want you again, listen through spiritual ears as I take you through these three nutrients. Iodine, what's the purpose of it? To make thyroid hormone. So many of you have talked to me about issues with your thyroid. One of the things that I will tell you is, are you getting enough iodine? Okay, so what the thyroid hormones do is they control the body's metabolism. So sometimes you are not able to get that weight off because it is your thyroid. Your metabolism is all wonky, okay? And so you need to put more iodine in your diet. So the body needs thyroid hormones for metabolism, but also, listen to this, Proper bone and brain development during pregnancy and infancy. Okay, so let's try and hear that in the spirit. So we have all these people who are infants in the body of Christ. And you know that they are infants, not because of when they said a prayer or walked an aisle. You know that they're infants because of what comes out of their mouth. They complain all the time. The smallest thing turns them upside down. Infants. And it's okay if that's where you are. Again, no condemnation. But it's time for the infants to grow up because that's what infants do. I'm looking at um, some women in front of me who have many children in their home. Do you remember when you were rocking that baby? 
and and you had just had that sweet little baby and you know how their skin is just so soft and they smell so good okay um but that doesn't last forever because because what comes next is toddlerhood right and so they go from that oh so sweet and then they're running around the very thing that you were you couldn't wait for that first step now you're sitting there complaining going can you just slow down a minute slow down a minute the very thing you were asking for okay it is natural for a baby to grow up if a baby doesn't grow up that's a problem and that's a word for some of you with teenagers in your home you haven't allowed the baby to grow up so you're still doing everything for them yes i went there okay so that is not okay let your children grow up i'm gonna park there for a minute okay so it's um these hormones are necessary for bone and brain development let's hear that in the spirit what does our skeletal system do it enables us to stand upright so proper bone development that we get in the natural from iodine is essential so that we can stand up are you standing up in the spirit where are you is the first sign of trouble and you're knocked over not because you're you know on your face before the lord but you're knocked over because you cannot stand there's a deficiency of nutrients in the body of christ we don't even know where to get them if i ask the ladies who are in front of me okay i think i'm pregnant that would be a medical miracle y'all because i had a hysterectomy a long time ago but um if i ask okay i'm pregnant where do i get prenatals okay so y'all know where to go to get the prenatals and there's some that are better than others and all of that and some of you still take prenatals it's good for your hair your skin your nails okay so you know where to go but unfortunately in the body of christ we don't know where to go and that's okay if that's where you are today but it is not okay if that's where you are a year from now even six months from now it is time for us to know where to go so we do things like we go to our programs at church i went to women's bible study and we talked about the best ways to prepare recipes for our husbands mm -hmm. or oh you know i just love it because we all got together and i love how we can just relate to one another it is time for us as members of the body of christ to stop relating over that which is under the feet of jesus we are relating to people based on our problems i don't want to relate to anyone other than on the blood of jesus that is what unites us not the fact that i was sexually abused not the fact that there was an eating disorder not the fact that i've had a brain injury all of these things that's not how i want to relate to you i want to relate to you based on jesus christ and him crucified because see that's where my power comes from and if you don't want to be calling me for the next 10 years because you don't know what to do it is time to relate to people over the blood and the body of jesus christ because that is the only way that we are going to do battle and i'm not saying not to link arms but it, stop it because where has it gotten us simply undernourished so iodine yeah we're going back there so iodine all the things that iodine can do and you know you can get that uh, i am going to provide a handout for some of you already have that um you can get iodine from food and you should things like fish i keep talking about fish things like seaweed for those of you who like the dried out seaweed it's a great source of iodine you can get it from dairy products you can get it from iodized salt and i do want to say this because someone had talked to me about himalayan salt it's fantastic and you should incorporate it but if you're trying to get more iodine you're not going to get it from your uh himalayan salts and things like that so you know who you are um but as i went through this list fish dairy products iodized salt that doesn't mean that you're supposed to have all those things you see that's what we've done in the body 
What's good for Sarah must also be good for us. Instead of listening to what the Lord has specifically for us. So see, dairy products is on that list and that's a great source of iodine, but I personally cannot really do the dairy products. It causes issues within my stomach. Some of you are just following someone else's prescription. We have to go to the source and we have to say, Lord, what is it that I need? That relates to the physical and the spiritual. So sometimes, this is graphic, but sometimes we're just eating regurgitated food. We are eating that which was consumed by someone else. Your pastor, your girlfriend, but you're not going to the source for yourself. So you're like a baby bird. Chewed up. Yeah, this is gross. Chewed up, pour into your mouth. Because your digestive system isn't able to handle meat. So... I keep coming to you week after week and I go back as we're editing these. I listen and I go, this is not even my personality. Some of you, I've got one friend in front of me who knows like, I like, okay, so I don't know if I should say this to you. And she's always saying, girl, just say it. Just Okay. So if I'm coming to you and it's hard, just know that this is the spirit of God coming up in me to shake the church. So iodine, we have deficiencies in the spirit. And the result is we can't stand. Vitamin A. Vitamin A is also known as retinol. That's really what we commonly talk about. And the whole point is it helps your body's natural defenses against illness and infection. In other words, it helps your immune system work properly. But this is the part, the part that really got to me after my friend uh, had that vision this morning um, as I was kind of reading through her text and so encouraged. It helps us to have vision in dim light. So one of the reasons that we can't see where we're going in the spirit is because we have a deficiency of retinol. And we can't see in the darkness. And that's why the church looks like the world. Because we have a deficiency of vitamin A in the spirit. And that's also why we're sick. That's why we have all of the symptoms that the world has. Because we can't fight against infection and illness. And so... In the natural, some good sources of vitamin A. For those of you who are wanting to know, if you're not getting the handout, cheese, eggs, oily fish, milk, yogurt. All of those are excellent sources of vitamin A. So iodine, vitamin A, and iron. Oh, one more thing that I want to say. I was about to go on, but vitamin A is one of the nutrients that can actually be converted from something else, okay? So here's what I mean. We can get vitamin A from like direct sources, but we can also get it from sources of beta carotene in our diet. So that would be like all of those leafy things, right? The green leafy, um, even yellow fruits, mangoes, papaya, apricots, and those are good sources of beta carotene and they can be converted into vitamin A. Okay. I don't know if you're able to pick up on that in the spirit, but when I was refreshing myself on this seven o'clock this morning, <laughs> this is what I heard. What is happening is that we are only going, okay, I'm going to listen to this pastor. I'm going to listen to this worship song, and then I'll feel better. That's the whole like regurgitated food. And y'all, I'm a huge fan of like, let's fill ourselves with good things. But what can be transferred over faster than anything else is time with Jesus. Just 
being still before him. But in Western society, we're uncomfortable with quiet. I'll prove it to you. That wasn't even a minute. We call it uncomfortable silence. We are so bombarded with visual and auditory noise in our society that even a minute, you all know who you are, you were going, oh, wait, did the recording cut out? Be still. When you quiet yourself, that's when you can hear him. Mamas, I don't care if you have to go in the bathroom, lock your door, and say, Mommy's going to be out in just a minute. Y'all know who you are. That is healthy. Stop allowing, stop allowing the world to condemn you because you locked yourself in the bathroom. Now, y'all don't do that for 30 minutes, okay? Because Because you have a calling on your life and you need to take care of those babies. But it is very healthy. I recommend do it at least five times a day. I do in my house. I got these kids going, hey, hey, hey. I'll be back. Just close the door. But see, don't close the door and bring your phone in with you. Close the door and go. Because sometimes you're taking that moment just to fill it. And you're calling that, I'm taking a moment. No, you're not. You're just distracting yourself with something else. And then you wonder why when you come out of the bathroom, you're like, okay. If you really want to have what it takes to parent those babies when you come out of the bathroom, be quiet. Okay. That's transferable. That's your beta carotene in the kingdom. And it transfers into the ability to see in dimness of light. Okay, so this one is huge. And for any of you who are watching your oxygen, maybe you have like um, an Apple Watch or, or some type of device that lets you know about um, your oxygen and how, um, how much you're receiving, um, this is for you. Okay, so iron. Its main purpose is to carry oxygen in the hemoglobin of the blood cells throughout the body. Okay, so for all of y'all that I lost, that lost, got lost when I said hemoglobin, here's what I want you to hang on to. Okay, so oxygen, the purpose, whole purpose of, well, of iron is to take this necessary ingredient throughout the body And so the purpose of it is so the cells can produce energy. Now, some of you may have gotten labs done and you're like, oh, my iron's fine. My doctor said my iron's fine. And so here's where I want you to lean in. Sometimes your body is not able to absorb the nutrients. So as quickly as you put it in, it goes out. And so sometimes... Even in our labs, like sometimes things are a little different. They're a little off. So I want you to to push in and go, huh, why do I have low energy? Why is my oxygen lower? How much iron am I getting in my diet? So we want the oxygen to be carried efficiently so that we can have the energy that we need to do the things that the Lord has called us to do. I hope you're hearing that in the spirit because we have been anemic in the body of Christ. And one of this or some of the symptoms of we have low fatigue, we have weakness, we can't maintain our body temperature. Let's hear that in the spirit. One minute you're hot, one minute you're cold, your kids don't know which end is up. Because one minute you're looking at them and you're going, you're so precious. (laughs) Okay. 
within the space of a breath, you're swinging from one end to the other. We're anemic in the body of Christ. And we are substituting. We are substituting the wrong things to get our energy. We're taking energy drinks in the spirit in the form of 45-minute worship services. And I have nothing against a 45-minute worship service. I'm just saying that if that's all you're getting, you're anemic. We're anemic in the spirit because we are uh, going to Bible studies where we are not opening the word of God and tearing it apart and learning how to exegete the word. We don't, we don't know the word. Remember, there's a famine of hearing, not a famine of speaking. But we don't have ears to hear. And so we reap all of the disadvantages of being undernourished. And y'all, I really thought I was going to talk about the others, which is overweight and obesity, um, because am I right? We're in a nutrition class and some of you are here because of that reason. You feel like you're overweight. Um, But for the sake of time, we're going to pick that up with part two next week. And we're going to dive into overweight and obesity and how that is still a form of being malnourished. Um, I think it's going to be good because I already have all the notes for it. So praise the Lord. But we will see for those of you who don't know, um, if you haven't hung out with me very long, I am going to listen to the spirit of God. So if he says that next week, we're not doing overweight and obesity, I'm just going to send you the notes um, because it's really good stuff. Okay. So um, remember today, pay attention to those three areas that I talked about, iodine, vitamin A, and iron. Remember that as you are consuming natural food. And remember that that's just a parallel of what might be happening in the spirit. Begin to dissect everything with spiritual ears. You know, in my family, sometimes people have to say, no, 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 it really is a nectarine. Like there's nothing about the nectarine that you're going to have a spiritual lesson for. You know, like, that's what I want. I want people stopping you going, no, 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 it's actually just a couch. I want you to hear things with where you're tuning in so much. You're hearing everything through spiritual ears so that it won't be like Amos prophesied in your home where there is a famine of hearing the word of the Lord. Um, I want you to fill yourselves up, be nourished, not malnourished, because it is the only way that we are going to be strong enough to build the kingdom together. Um, I love you. Thank you so much. And for those of you who are in front of me, we are staying like we did for our Q&A time. So um, everybody else, uh, be blessed.